my name's Holly. And I'm Amy. And you are listening to... You OK? With Holly and Amy. The podcast where we keep you company on long drives and solo dinners. Giving you the gal pals you never knew you needed. Hello, Holly Hostelwhite. Hello, Amy Trigg. You OK? I am great. Before we start recording, right? <laughs> Amy just said that I look like a fountain of zen. You did. You were like looking at me and you just, I don't know, you just seemed so chill. Like we tested the mic and you were like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. You were just, I I think it was the stark contrast between me just sitting here and you faffing (laughs) that made it seem like there was a fountain of... I just care about the work. I care about the work, but I realise as well that sometimes the work is better when you worry not so much. This is true. This is terrible English. You worry not so much. We should That's worry about that a bit there. more, shouldn't you? Yeah, I should. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm good, thank you. Um, we've, had, we've had quite the week, Amy Trigg. We have. It's been jam-packed, hasn't it? <laughs> I think yeah, I, I just... texted you, like, on Friday. I was like, blooming heck. <laughs> what a week. <laughs> <laughs> you would not believe the week I've had. And I'm there like, I would. I had the same week as you. <laughs> Apart from the fact you went to Liverpool. Which I did not do. I did I did go to Liverpool earlier this week. I was there less than 24 hours. So I did none of the like fun stuff. But That's work was fun. So yeah, exactly. I had a lovely time. Lovely time. And then Thursday. Oh, Holly Thursday. I mean. <laughs> Guys, we won a pub quiz. Yeah, we did. Well. Well, no. Sure, we... not won us the pub quiz. <laughs> we didn't even win the pub quiz though. No, we didn't. We, we lost won... the pub quiz. By quite, like not, we weren't. We didn't last, come first, last, so we didn't come second. We didn't, we didn't. I don't think we came third either. I'm going to say that we did, but... You're lying to yourself <laughs> There's to a everyone bonus... listening. <laughs> There's a bonus question at the end, and if you get the bonus question right, you win the prize money. Yeah. It's like a jackpot question. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. And we won £400. Off of one question. Off of one question that Sean <laughs> got right. Thank goodness for Sean. I swear to God. Otherwise, it would have rolled over to the following week because yeah. nobody else got it. Nobody else did. We basically we are gen. Wait, genii. No, we're genii. <laughs> I'm a genii. Um, <laughs> the reaction from the four of us was quite something. I've never seen Holly become so physical so quickly. <laughs> you, you got up. You started doing the running man. I didn't do the running you man. Really, I, I swear I turned around at one point. You were doing some kind of move. It was unexpected. I kissed Sean on his bald head. <laughs> Sean and M kissed. Sean and M kissed. Like, I went to Amy, should we kiss? <laughs> well, at one point you actually I went in. in. I lent in. And I was like, what are you doing? Because I, I wanted to see how long it would take her to realise and it was mere milliseconds. <laughs> she was like, what are you doing to me? I was so confused. It was so good. Do you remember what the question was? What kind of animal mm-hmm. is a marabou? Yeah. Is that, am I saying it right? Yeah, marabou. Yeah, yeah. And it was a bird. It was. It was a bird. It was not It is technically a stork. It is a stork because as soon as they took the pieces of paper in, I googled it and I was there like, oh my God, Sean. Because Sean was like, I think it's a bird. And I was there like, oh my God, Sean. Oh my God, Sean. Oh my God, it. It's a stork. It's a stork. And he was there like, okay, okay. Because I think you don't, I think if two of you get the answer, no one wins. Oh, you don't split it? No. 
I think it rolls over to the following oh, week. Oh, so that's how it gets to be quite yeah, so much. Yeah, 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 Because it's just oh. from the... I think they literally just take it from the entry fee. Not forgetting that, because that was wonderful. It was wonderful. But at 1am Friday morning... What happened at 1am on Friday morning? Amy Treat, the podcast went live. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that happened. Yeah. Yeah. So this us talking to each other with a microphone in between the two of us has become... People are listening. People can hear it. Some might say a worldwide sensation. (laughs) (laughs) I would. In our little world, it has been. It's great. No, thank you, though, everyone. Yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah. Actually, we did have a message based (gasps) off our first episode. We did. Let me me cut it out, Polly. As we're recording this, we've only released one episode. Correct. Yeah. But for all we know, you might be listening to this for the first time in December. So Merry Christmas. Oh, Happy New Year. And a Happy New Year. I wonder what will be different in our lives by then. Well, I will have invested my, like, cut of the, the jackpot money. I'll be a millionaire. I'll <laughs> have forgotten one, all about you. From the £2 entry fee that yeah. I paid for. I'm okay. in Bali. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the first episode, we discussed red flags and icks. Yes. And the difference between the two. Yes. Callum wrote to us. And he was like... Hey, hey Callum. Hey, Callum. He said, not a red flag or ick from me but from someone I went on a date with. Oh, he's calling himself out. Yeah, which I respect because I think we should all be more aware of our icks and red flags. 100%, I'm too much. (laughs) (laughs) No, I've also had that. I don't think it's an ick. I think it's just a personal preference. Like what's, someone might say too much. We might be tapas to other people. We're a roast dinner to some. And a tapas. Oh, another. I love it. I love there it. We We're going to talk about quotes in a bit. I'm going to write that one down. You should. She's been full of them today. I have. I, I can't have. even remember what it was that you said earlier, but it was wonderful. I you were at a junction and you have to take a road. I was like, you can't stay at the junction. Oh my God. On the road of life. Oh, beautiful. Anyway, back to Callum and his date. At some point during the conversation, I mentioned that my friend and myself had a podcast and her face went white. Or oh. she paused and said, oh, you're not a misogynist, are you? <gasps> I panicked because I knew what she meant. With the rise of the Joe Rogans and Andrew Tates of the world, the phrase, I have a podcast from a single man, probably is a nick with assumptions that our podcast was about tricking women, MMA, COVID conspiracies, and all other types of gross, toxic bullshit. I quickly said, oh, no, no, no. It's just two nerds talking about movies and moaning about Tories. And that got things back on track. Although there wasn't a second date. Oh. But it was certainly memorable. Okay, I love that for Callum. I want to you, listen to Callum's podcast. I want to listen, yeah. Hit us up, I might listen to him and get yeah, yeah, yeah. I personally, maybe it's because of the sort of podcast I listen to, I would automatically assume it was a movie podcast. I don't know why. I'd be there like, yeah. Oh, really? I feel like if you know someone well enough to be going on a date with them, they you're going to know their interests. first date. You don't know these people. Yeah, true. I can kind of understand where she's coming from. No, I don't know whether I can. You sounded like someone from H2O just no. like water then. <laughs> no. Cleo, no. I'd love to have that accent. Um, no, but I was a little bit self-conscious about starting a podcast and being like, oh we're starting a podcast. Because I think we've joked about it before. We were like, yes, because what the world needs is two white women talking. But then again, what, what the heck? What's wrong with that, hey? We're not forcing anyone to listen. You don't have we're just to having listen. a lovely time. Apart from you. Mum. <laughs> no, well. actually, please don't listen. <laughs> Mum. Alison, switch off. Put, 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 put the podcast down, Alison. 
What I would say is that if someone told me that they had a podcast, I'd be really intrigued to find out what it was about. So would I. Even if it's about something I've not, if it was about, I don't know, rocket science. I don't know anything about rocket science. I could learn. It's not rocket science. Yeah. Well, it is. Um, Yeah, so if I was on a date with someone and they said they had a podcast, I don't think I'd panic. I'd be like, oh, tell me more. Do you know what I didn't ask you? I'm aware you didn't ask me. I've been thinking about it. I was like, is she going to remember me at some point? Probably not. She's off on a tangent. Go on then. You okay? Yeah, well, I am now. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm going to do is I'm going to cut this down to like a minute's worth of conversation and then you're going to look like such an overreactor. Yeah, for reference, we have been recording for 13 minutes, almost 14 minutes. And Holly, Holly's just cared about herself this whole time. That is not true. Every story I've told has been about... Has Has been... We have pasta for dinner. We turned into an Italian woman. Um, has been... About the two of us. Yeah, including both of us, actually. We've done so much together this week. We went to see um, Romeo and Juliet oh. at the Almeida Theatre, which by the time this podcast goes out, it might finish. It finishes at the end of July. My friend Cooney was in it. And now my friend too. And now you've met Cooney. So. Um, no, hang on. Can we just talk about the fact mm. that I said he was my friend too and Amy automatically responded with, yes, you have met him. You can have him. No, you can. we can share him. Okay. Yeah, but I feel like that's Very his possessive choice. over my friends. <laughs> no, he doesn't get a choice in this. But we've met a lot of... It's. I feel like we're at a stage in our relationship um, <laughs> where... I know what you're going to say and I agree. We've met so many of each other's friends this week. We've done so much mingling with different friendship groups and they've all been really successful. So successful. So the first one was actually Megan. Yeah. Because yeah. I had you over and Megan, you'd never met before and we were just going to spend the evening together. Yeah. Massive risk. What if you'd hated each other? Yeah. Got on like a house on fire. Literally. But it's so lovely when it works out, so isn't it? Nice. Goodbye. And then I obviously met Sean and M at oh. the quiz. And it turns out... Amy and M are basically the same person. They give me exactly the same advice. I'm never putting them in a room together again. I felt like a ventriloquist that night because at points, M <laughs> was had speaking. Your hand. <laughs> and I was like, is that me? Like, she's saying all the things that I would say to Holly advice-wise. One of them would start talking and the other one would be there like, yeah, yeah. Everything that I would come out with, I'd be like, so what if? and they'd be like no at the same time or yeah at the same time today i thought we would have the inaugural session of the holly and amy quote club yes i love this so the idea is that we will tell each other our favorite quotes or quotes that we've heard recently that have just stuck in our brains Mm -hmm. or quotes that we don't like Mm -hmm. maybe and then we're just going to discuss the quotes Yes, yeah. and just see if they resonate with us, if they work. Yeah, it's basically like book club, but for people who don't have enough time to read books. 100%. Yeah. Yes. Okay, do you want to do your one first? Because who's your Go on idea? then. I will start off with one of my favourite quotes. Mm-hmm. This is from Amy Poehler's book. Of course. Yes, please. <laughs> okay, so my Amy Poehler quote yes. is, I have realised that mystery is what keeps people away, and I've grown tired of smoke and mirrors. I yearn for the clean, well-lighted place. So let's peek behind the curtain and hail the others like us. The open-faced sandwiches who take risks and live big and smile with all their teeth. These are the people I want to be around. This is the honest way I want to live and love and write. Oh, that made my heart flutter. There's so much in there. 
that I think is so good to remember. Smoke and mirrors do keep people away. Mystery. We just need to be more honest with each other, don't we, Holly? Do you know what? You said that like I had kept something from Stop you. Stop lying to me, Holly. I know what you've done. <laughs> I think mystery is great up until a point. And then when you don't... It's like, oh, they're a bit mysterious. I've been drawn into them. But after like a week of mystery, I'm there like... Can you just give me something now? Yeah. Can you just tell me who you are without being like this, oh, I'm so aloof. Fuck off. See, I'd ditch it immediately. With oh, anyone and everyone. In, I do like a bit of aloof. What in, in, you're talking about romantic connections. Anything. I'm, I'm just intrigued by people. Oh, right. Oh, I should be more mysterious. No, you shouldn't. We're here now. I love the open teeth <laughs> and all that. Yeah, I love that. Open teeth. Open teeth. No. <laughs> all their teeth. Smile with all their teeth. That's lovely. Be like open sandwiches. This is always quoted as William Shakespeare. Right. But it wasn't. It's anonymous. Like, oh. no one actually... I don't think anyone knows where it's from. If I'm incorrect, please tell me, because I would love to know what this is from. But it is always quoted as being William Shakespeare. And I know I know my Bill. And I know that this isn't him. This is very romantic for me as well, and I'm not a romantic Ooh. person. Mm-hmm. Okay. If I were to kiss you, then I would go to hell. I would. So then I can brag to the devils that I saw heaven without even entering it. I mean... I barely get a text back. <laughs> I think it sounds like someone trying to be Shakespeare. It sounds like the, um, you know, oh, Romeo and Juliet, when it's like, oh, when he dies, cut him up and like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to st- stick him in the sky, but that's not the quote. But, you know, yeah. it reminds me of things like that. There that's was a couple lovely. of, I must admit, when we saw Romeo and Juliet the other day, there were like two bits, two quotes that stuck in my head. A curse of both your houses. Right, an edit. It's a plague on both your houses, not a curse. I know that I was here like, wow, I'm the queen of Shakespeare. All right, it's a plague. (laughs) Back to the pod. Back to the pod. Oh, yeah. I had never really thought about who says that Mm. and how it's said until I saw that production. I was there like, oh, my God. Are you keeping the name of the character private because of like spoilers in case anyone hasn't isn't familiar with the story <laughs> to be fair i was but then it's like Been 500 around. years old it's like um, succession like <laughs> after a few years i think twitter's okay to talk about it is it mercutio it is isn't it yeah and then there's the whole bit i won't be able to quote it properly that juliet says about it is not the morning lark you hear it is the nightingale fooling you Oh, you love that bit. Yeah, oh. straight after the show, you were like, oh, that bit. It and was then beautiful. I, at the pop quiz the other day, I was drunk. And I was there like, Amy. <laughs> there was that bit in Romeo yeah. and Juliet. And she was there like, yeah, I know, Holly. I got to relive it all again. <laughs> I did a full <laughs> performance. Oh. Yeah, beautiful quote. Would you like another one of mine? Yes. So this one is from Nora Ephron. Oh. From her book, I Feel Bad About My Neck and Other Thoughts on Being a Woman. Amy bought me that book. I did. You're such a good friend. Do you know why I bought you that book, though? Because the bit in the beginning, um, Dolly Alderton says about giving the book to friends. Yes. However, Megan told me about it. And (gasps) Megan was the one who was like, 
you got to just get it for all your, like, your female friends. So Megan was going to lend me her copy, but then I got impatient. I went into a bookshop and it was there and I was like, I'm just going to get it. Yeah. And then I got it and I read it and I was like, Megan, you were so right. And then I got it for you and I got it for Stacey and I got, I'm just getting around to all my female friends. I love with that. that. Book. The quote is, mm. maintenance oh. is what... <laughs> oh, I felt like a rock star then. Yes. I felt like I started my like, like the big song and you know, all the crowd was like, Aah. I love this quote and it's it is really so apt at the okay. moment. Maintenance is what you have to do just so you can walk out the door knowing that if you go to the market and bump into a guy who once rejected you, you won't have to hide behind a stack of canned food. I don't mean to be too literal about this. Oh, brilliant. And I'll tell you what, Amy Trigg, this week... It's apt. It's so apt. I won't go into details. But have you ever bumped into someone? Yeah. Because for that is (laughs) someone who rejected you, but someone who you were let's say romantically involved mm-hmm. with have you ever bumped into someone like that and you have like run to like hide behind canned food i don't think i've ever been in that position where i've run away i've not run away but i've ignored them oh, have you not like if they're, they're like hey holly but i've like looked the other way and been like oh i've got my headphones in just don't oh, talk okay. to me i've done that oh i think i might have done that i've actually. never hidden i've never like purposefully hidden I think I might have lied a second ago. <laughs> I think I ran away quite like, well, not recently, but like oh, in no, adult you did. life. You did. <laughs> you did. I was like coming out, so, and you know, you, but you know when you see someone, you're like, I don't know where we stand, and this isn't the time for the conversation. And I legged it. You really did. I legged it, and then I think I then voice and I was me. like, should I go back? <laughs> you want my next quote i would love your next quote i worry because a lot of mine are just like from pinterest so a lot of them don't have a name attached to them but they just okay so you didn't do the research and that's fine can i point out that the research was about five minutes and amy was in the loo for some of it i did i needed a win she did her research on the (laughs) all right don't go too wild maybe i'm not too sensitive maybe you're just a dickhead I mean, that's a good thing to remember. So good. Because as well, I'm not sensitive. Like, I'm not... I don't think I am, personally. Mm. Oh. Oh. No, the reason I looked like that is Mm. because I think we're all sensitive at points. I wouldn't say you're an overly sensitive person, no. No. I think I have quite thick skin. Yeah. Can sort of be there like, it's fine. I don't carry things into the next thing with me so like say if I get a rejection from an audition I'm not then gonna go into work and be upset about it like I'm not gonna go out for dinner with my friends and it affect what I'm doing this is true I I agree so when people have previously been there like why are you being sensitive I'm there like hang on a sec let's look at this from the other point Mm. of view maybe you are just being a dickhead maybe I've been really nice up to a point and that goes for anyone I just really liked it my next quote mm. is from a play that I recently read. I mm-hmm. wanted to throw in a, like, a recent one. Um, it's a play called Happy Meal by Tabby oh, Lamb. I want to see that. I Yeah, I really wanted to see it. And it was one of those plays that every time it came about, I couldn't go for like, because Why I was working, I was away and I was really annoyed. So I read it and it's gorgeous. Um, and this quote, I particularly liked. He picked up my dysphoria like it was a teddy bear and cradled it until it fell asleep for a while. I love it. I literally, I don't think I have anything to say about it. It's just like, anything I add to it would reduce it. It's a gorgeous, um, I think it sums it up beautifully. Mm. And it's it feels, I love like lines that feel intimate when they're read or when they're said. And that feels like one of those kind of lines. 
Um, now, I'm a wanker. And <laughs> End of quote. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I, I do love a bit of poetry, especially since coming out of school and yes. I don't have to like analyse it, she says, but I am also doing an English literature and creative writing degree <laughs> with the Open University. So that's yes, a lie. You, um, it was a lie. Anyway, there is a poet called Brian Bilston. Uh-huh. And he writes these beautiful poems that are also very, very funny. Okay. It's called Ping. Ping. He sees her every evening when the shopping's nearly done and they're waiting in the queue with their ready meals for one. Identical baskets, they stand silently in line when really what he wants to ask is your microwave or mine. Oh, that's lovely. So it's like two people that always see each other at the supermarket yeah. and they're destined to be in love, but someone needs to just... The way um, you just said love. 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 And they just need to break the ice. Oh, that's lovely, that. So nice. Yeah. I love it. And you do often fall in love at the supermarket with strangers. Well... I did get a text from someone today. I did. I texted you. I fell in love. It's such an Amy Trigg text to, to, to receive. I sent it to my parents as well. I think I'm in love with the man in Morrison's. Yeah. They're like, okay, great. And then dad asked if he would get discount. It's <laughs> such a dad question. I said, well, I, I assumed that would be, you know, that'd be an issue if he didn't with our inevitable marriage. So Morrison's going to cater the wedding or... I'd be open to it. Yeah, yeah, they do a good sandwich board. Oh, yeah. And they, they do the pizza. I'm getting carried away. I'll never see him again. No, of course when not. When I say love, I mean it in the loosest of terms. <laughs> he was he was a man who was polite and nice. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it's all where we we're want. at. <laughs> I've got nothing left to give. <laughs> that's my favourite Gemma Collins quote. I love Gemma Collins. Is that a Gemma Collins quote? Yeah, that is it Big Brother, isn't it? Like Gemma Collins. I've got nothing left. I just have, I just want to be me. <laughs> In fact, actually, we could scrap all this and just quote Gemma Collins for the rest of the day. <laughs> I've had enough of the games. I've got Shabobic, Darren. <laughs> it's the one. It's the one where she's like doing an order over the phone in her shop when she did Diva Forever oh, yeah. and she's there like I tell you what babe because of your chemotherapy I'm gonna throw in an extra bag do you want maroon or do you want olive and then she gets off the phone and she's there like you see what I've done there is I've made someone's day <laughs> she's great my next one is a song it's from Hedwig and the Angry Inch oh. which is my favourite musical can um, I guess what song it's from yeah, you'll get it wrong, but go on. Origin of Love. Incorrect. Okay. It was a good guess because it is my favourite song. Mm-hmm. One of my favourite mm-hmm. songs. This is a quote from, and I was going to, yeah, I was going to go with that one. There's quite a few songs I could quote from yeah. this show. Yeah. But I went with Wicked Little Town okay. Reprise. Oh. You think that luck has left you there, but maybe there's nothing up in the sky but air. And there's no mystical design, no cosmic lover pre-assigned. There's nothing you can find that cannot be found. I live for a sign. Oh, I know you do actually. This was a bad one to read to you because you do love a sign and you love a mystical design. I think everything's set out for us already. There's just lots of different routes we can take. And maybe, and this is the wonderful thing about Quote Club, we get deep. Um, (laughs) But that's true. And I think that's a really, that's great to think about. But also it's kind of freeing to be like, 
there's nothing that cannot be found. Like, what does that mean? It's a double negative. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, if I think there's a mystical design mm. and I'm like, I can't get that red sweet because of the design. But if I'm like, actually, I can do whatever I like. I'm free. I could get the red sweet. Maybe I've been listening to this song wrong all this time. <laughs> I've always thought it's been quite nice. But if it's negative, maybe it depends what frame of mind you're in. Clearly. Either no, way, it's I a get, beautiful song. I get why it's... Oh, no, now Amy looks sad. I get why <laughs> you would be there like, yeah, I can get whatever I want. The planets do need to align. Like, 100%. luck is 100% a part of everything. Yeah. You also have to mix that in with hard work. Well, that's like, I love a bit of manifestation, but manifestation only works if you work hard. Yeah. And I, I don't mean on the manifestation. I don't mean, like, really shut your eyes and be there, like, <laughs> about yeah. your manifestation. But what I'm saying is you can't just be there like, I want to be a millionaire by the time I'm 30 yeah. and then sit in your pyjamas and watch telly all day. You have to go out and work for it. Exactly. And I think with manifestation that worries me, mm. and maybe you could tell me whether I'm doing this wrong. Yeah. Every time I think about something that I want, mm-hmm. I panic that because I've thought about it, it's not going to happen. Oh my God, me. Yeah? Yeah. Like sometimes I'll be thinking and I'll literally go, no, no, turn it off, turn yeah, it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'll jinx it. Yeah, I worry about jinxing a lot. Okay. But I think manifestation is usually a bit more broad. So I'll be there like, I mean, I like to manifest for myself uh, love, light and happiness. But I'm not there like I specifically want X to love me. I think I'm too specific. I want light specifically from this bulb. And I want <laughs> happiness specifically from a Nando's tomorrow. Because those things mm. might not happen. The bulb might blow. Yeah. The Nando's might take too long to get there. and Nightmare. X might one day be an X. So, oh. yeah, when you get me witchy, you get me witchy. That was great. I really enjoyed what you just said. Thank you. This one's Roald Dahl. Nice. And you probably know which one it's going to be. Have you got a Roald Dahl? I didn't actually... Um... <laughs> if you have good thoughts, they will shine out of your face like sunbeams and you will always look lovely. Yeah! I love it! I love that. That was the one I was thinking of. It's I knew you were so... going to say that. I've literally got it there. Look at it. True. But you can be beautiful, but if you've got bad vibes... But that's what it's saying vibes. because that's just part of the quote. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, I've got the bigger one here. Go on, read the bigger one. Um, a person who has good thoughts cannot ever be ugly. You can have a wonky nose and a crooked mouth and a double chin and stick out teeth. But if you have good thoughts, they will shine out of your face like sunbeams and you will always look lovely. Yeah. Gorgeous. And uh, Oh, and the beginning bit is if, if a person has ugly thoughts, it begins to show on the face. Yes. This is my final quote mm-hmm. for this episode mm-hmm. of Quote Club with Holly and Amy. No, Holly and Amy's quote. I forgot what I said, said at the beginning, but whatever <laughs> I said. Okay. So Amy Poehler from Yes, Please again. Mm-hmm. Opening your heart and being courageous and telling people that you care about them or like them or that you think they're special only makes you a better, bigger, kinder, softer and more loving person and only attracts more love into your life. Oh, I love that. I love you. Thanks. 
I enjoy spending time with you too. <laughs> I'm just not actually ready uh, to uh, say that word yet. I just don't think that we're at that point. Well, I think that was a very successful um, inaugural oh. folk club. Oh. oh, she's so wise. I she's love- so booky. Oh, look at her with her words. How do we end this? Love you, bye. Love you, bye. <laughs> <laughs> to you okay with holly and amy if you liked this episode then please do share with your friends and don't forget to rate review and subscribe you can find us on instagram at you okay with holly and amy send us a message make us feel loved bye, bye. <laughs>